Good day. Uh, good, good to see you today. I wish I could see you. I'd love to see you. Uh, from my standpoint, you look beautiful today. So I hope that I hope you look yourself in the mirror and say you're you're beautiful today. Uh, so anyway, I want you to beginning to have an awesome day. Whatever the, the what I'm sharing today should give you some light on a lot of different things. It, it won't be a long message. Uh, it'll be one that we can work on maybe in coming days some more. But I want you to listen carefully, and I'm going to ask the Lord to open your heart, open your, open your mind, open your ears, open everything, so you begin to see some things that God would have you to see. So that's, that's the thing that drives me a lot. I want you to see what God sees in you. I want you to see the things that He'd want you to see. So that's, that will uh, end up here as part of this today. So I want you to turn your Bible, if, you're, if you've got a Bible, and I, I highly recommend that you put your eyes on Scripture. I know that people have different ways that they uh, study and so on. Uh, you do whatever works for you. For me, what works for me is I open up the Bible. I see some things the Lord wants me to focus on. I get my highlighter out, and I go to town. So you, that's enough said about that. Go to Isaiah chapter 10. And in Isaiah chapter 10, once you're there, I want you to go to uh, number 13, 10, 13 in Isaiah. And I want you to get a hold of who's speaking here. This is, this is, uh, this is the devil speaking. This is Satan speaking. I want you to really pay attention to this. And he's speaking, of course, about Israel. But I want you to say this is about my nation this day. This is about our nation right now. And he's saying this. And he says in verse 13, By the strength of my hand, this is the devil speaking, I have done it and by my wisdom, and for, for I am prudent. Also, I have removed the boundaries of the people and have robbed their treasures. Again, this is the devil speaking about the people. So I have put down the inhabitants like a valiant man or mighty man. My hand has, has found like a nest the riches of the people. Remember Jesus said the thief has come but for to kill, steal, and destroy. So here in verse 14 he says, My hand has found the nest for the riches of the people. And as one gathers eggs that are left, I have gathered all the earth. And there was no one who moved his wing, nor opened his mouth with even a peep. I'm telling you, when you really read this and see what he's saying, he's saying, you know what? I've robbed your land. I've done a great job. I've removed the borders. I've done all this stuff, and none of you has said one thing. You know what a peep is? That's just an old saying. Nobody said a peep. Nobody questioned it. They just, they just, that's what he's saying. He really thinks he's really done a job here on our nation, on the nation of Israel at this time and that, in that time period. You really think he's done a job. His foot is on our neck, man. <laughs> so I hope you're following this. I really do. So then we can go on, and I will uh, uh, skip a couple things here. But then uh, in verse 16, God speaks up. He said, Therefore the Lord, the Lord of hosts, will send leanness upon his fat ones, and under his glory he will kindle a burning. Now the fat ones here to me uh, seems to be those that have joined hands with what the Bible calls the Assyrian, the robber, the devil, the fat ones are the one that's joined hand with him. And here's what God's going to say. I will send leanness upon those fat ones under his glory. And the God, God uh, and Isaiah is saying this, uh, prophesying what God says. He said he will kindle a, burning, uh, kindle a burning like a burning of a fire. 
So the light of Israel will be for a fire. And you might as well just put the United States in there. Might as well just put that in there. Say, for the light of America will be for a fire and his holy one for a flame. It will burn and devour his thorns and his briars to one day. So see, we're talking about the God stepping up the plate here uh, because he wants you to get an understanding here, but you have a place in this. Now keep going here. Now, in verse 20, it says, And it will come to pass in that day that the remnant of Israel, and again, remnant of America or whatever nation you're in right now, because this is a world earthly deal here, and such as have escaped the house of Jacob will never again depend on him who defeated them. What is he saying here? This, this bruising right now and these threats that are coming on us, uh, he's saying never again will you look to, I might as well say it, politicians or anybody else. But in the next part of that verse, verse 20, the last part, but will depend on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel in truth. You see, that's a lesson that we have today. You know, we go along in life, and, and I have to tell you that I know that a lot of believers, uh, and maybe I have a time or two, too. I'm not saying that I'm not in, in this, but... We've kind of depended on those people we elect and the government to, you know, make right decisions and so on. But see, in, behind all that, there's this snickering voice of the Syrian that I read to you in verse 13 and 14. It's like he's done it. He's able to rob our treasures. He's able to clean us out. And nobody said a word. Well, brothers and sisters, it's time to say a word. You must get involved. You must get involved. Now, what happens when you get involved? We're going we're gonna to go into that, too. So, uh, you know... Uh, you, you've heard a lot of things out there. You know, you've heard, well, America, wake up. You've heard all these things. You're like cliches. Uh, who are they talking to? Them say, I don't know. But anyway, I won't mess with that too much. But he says in verse 20 again there, but you will depend on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. If you don't get anything else out of this today, I want you to know that's what God wants. He wants you to look to him. He don't want you looking somewhere else. He wants you involved. But in that involvement, you look to him. Whether you're involved in your local communities or your whatever you're involved with, get involved with something. But you see, he will get involved with you. That's the thing. Now, let's keep going here. Uh, in verse 22, okay, and the remnant will return, the remnant of Jacob to the mighty God. For, their, for though your people, O Israel, be as sand of the sea, yet a remnant of them will return the destruction decreed shall overflow with righteousness. So anyway, again, substitute our land for that. Even though it was spoken about Israel back at that time, uh, there's no question about it. <clears throat> We're a type of Israel. I mean, uh, some of the greatest theologians that I know that are really in it and, and other people that I study, there's no question about it. We're like a mirror of Israel. We, we just are. We're, we're sisters. <clears throat> we're part of, part of that anyway. So... Uh, in verse 24, uh, just quickly here, Therefore says the Lord God of hosts, O my people who dwell in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrian. Who's the Assyrian? Satan, the devil. Don't be afraid of him. That's God saying, don't be afraid of him. He shall strike you with a rod and lift up his staff against you in a manner like he did in Israel to the slaves. Uh, and yet for a little while, and the indignation will cease, as will my anger in their destruction. 
So God's rising up here in this whole deal, and now I'm going to skip right on down to, uh, well, I won't skip, 26, and the Lord of hosts will stir up a scourge for him like a slaughter of the Midian. In other words, it's against the devil. This is God. He wants to raise, he's, he's on it. But here's how he does it in verse 27. Get this. Underline it. Highlight it. And it shall come to pass in that day. What day? The day that you rise up. The day that you decide you had enough, had enough, you're not going to back up anymore, no matter what's going on in your life. Uh, even if, if it's, it's something simple, it's not simple, but anything, your finances are being robbed, your health is being robbed, you're, you feel like your freedoms are being robbed in, 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 our, in a nation. And he said in verse 27, it shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder that's that's the devil's burden and his yoke from your neck do you ever feel strangled when you read the news and you read all this stuff and you you get all this do you ever feel strangled like there's a weight on you that can't be lifted but see god says his yoke uh, and the yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing all that's the holy spirit you know if you followed me through the last uh you know sometimes over the last uh, few months talked a lot about the spirit of god working in your life you know and we're talking about an anointing here you know the anointing is basically the presence of the holy spirit and one of the keys that we all must address is this when we make a move and we decide that we're going to get involved, we're going to do something, instead of cowering, you know, and say, oh, my God, what are we going to do? We're locked up with this, well, well, well. No, you, you have to start thinking about what does God want of me right now? Because the minute you step out in his will for your life, you say, well, how do you know his will? Well, you have to ask him for it. You really do. And I, I'm not going into a long lesson today, but, but you have to ask him for it. But this whole process comes through Isaiah 10, starts in verse 13, goes to 14, tell what the devil wants to do, what he thinks he's done to your life, how victorious he thinks he's been. And then we follow this on through and we find out that God has a plan. But you have to step into that plan. You, you can't cower around in fear. You have to say, you know, I am somebody. I can make a difference. I can do something even as to my neighbor next door. Maybe I'll run for president. I don't know. Maybe I'll run for something. I don't know what I'll do, but I'm going to do something. I'm not going to lay down for this or cower down because that's what that's what the evil one would like to have. Now, in the process of time here, I just want to throw out a, a little passage here that I've talked about before, and, and it'll help you know what you should pray, okay? Because what, what you see here, and follow this teaching here, you see that you see there's a lot of things here that God wants to bring into you by the anointing. Say, how do you get the anointing in you? Well, you've got the Spirit of God living in you. If you got born again, if you made Jesus the Lord of your life, uh, you asked him to come into your life, well, the Holy Spirit came when you asked Jesus to be your Lord. The Holy Spirit came into your life. He's there. He's, he's for you. He's right there to help you. Now, so you need to think about that one. And then I want you to go to Colossians. It's, it's a well-known passage here for those of us that spend a lot of time in this word. And starting in verse 9, and I will say, uh, uh, verse 9, chapter 1, <clears throat> and uh, you, you'll read the uh, Prior to that scripture, you'll, you'll see basically what I've just shared today, that God wants to do some things in your life. And for this reason, it says in verse 9, 
excuse me, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. This is Paul praying for you, but see, you can pray for yourself, you can pray for others, and he said that I pray that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will. There you go. Pray that, I pray that you might be filled with the knowledge of the will. I say I stand in the name of Jesus today, and I pray that you will be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk have a walk worthy of the Lord, verse 10, fully pleasing Him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. You see, this is a great prayer for you. I personalize this kind of a prayer, and I sometimes uh, just personalize the whole prayer, you know, putting that into my own life. And then verse 11, strengthen with all might. Now, I didn't get there, and I won't go there today, but there's a spirit of might that can come on people. It's come on anyway. That's the might it's talking about. That's a, that's a dunamis power. That's a mighty, mighty power. That's God's kind of power. And that strengthened with that might, all might, according to his glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering and joy. In verse 12, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the light. Now, you'll untangle that if you read it. Uh, and this one more verse, chapter, verse 13, he has delivered us through the power of darkness. Okay, what, what happened? He talked about the Assyrian, didn't he? Through the blood of Jesus, he's delivered us from that oppression, but we have to walk in it. We have to decide we don't want to be in that darkness anymore, and he's translated us into the kingdom of his son. You know, that, that's kind of a deep spiritual thing, isn't it? No, it isn't. It's like, man, once you say, Jesus, be my Lord, you, you quicker, than, quicker than quick. Quicker you can snap a thumb, you're translated into God's kingdom and the son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. I'm telling you, I, I'm certainly going to close this today for the sake of brevity. I want you to get a hold of this. God wants you in this fight. And you know the thing that I see? The more you say, hey, I'm going to lay my life down right now and I'm going to go after some things that I believe have been tugging on me, even, even if I've been afraid to do it or reluctant, or I think somebody else is better, somebody else is bigger, somebody else is smarter, somebody can do whatever they do. But I'm going to step into it because I know that anointing will come on my life. And I'll step into the things God wants me to do. So be blessed today. Chew on this. Share it with somebody. Don't be so secretive about your life. Get a little bold about it. If this message is too bold for you, then the devil's saying, hey, you're too, you're too afraid to share some kind of truth like this. Can't you have some kind of, kind of little soft message like, oh, uh, you know, lay me down to sleep and something like that. No, I want to wake up. I don't want to lay me down to sleep. I love you. God bless you. Uh, if you, uh, if you, uh, well, I'll just leave it at that. You have a blessed day. Uh, just remember our, our box number at LEAD is box 800. LEAD South Dakota 57754. Light right to us. But be encouraged today in Jesus' name. Amen.